All right, on this episode of Winning In Podcast, we are going to discuss the new and very varied meta. We're seeing so many different decks, as well as what the new market looks like and how to prepare for the Road to Nationals, both in CC and Limited, and a little bonus surprise to those who stick around. So keep with us on this episode of Win and In. Hello and welcome back for this episode of the Win and In podcast. I am your host, Eric Darrenheim. With me, our usual co-host, I'm just going to say that at this point, you've been on enough, uh, Mr. Gabe Hohenstein. How are you doing, buddy? Oh, man, I am wonderful and splendid. All right, well, that's great. That's great. We are in the week one of the Road to Nationals season, getting the RTN wins. They are both CC and draft, and there's been already some wins out there for us to kind of look at and what decks and what heroes are doing well. Have you got a chance to look at those? Um, I've seen a couple, not a lot. I looked the other day when I was trying to get inspiration. I saw a couple of Dromilus did well, as well as some Viscerites. I, yes, yes. Uh, there's, okay, so one thing that I think most people will agree on is that this meta, as of now, of course, it's like the, you know, the first week or two into it, is just as diverse as it's ever been. Uh, this is as long as I've been playing since Tales of Aria. I mean, we have heroes yeah. like Reinar, Lexi, Dromai, Fi. You know, like we have heroes of from each set, from everywhere, just coming up and getting a win. Um, and if they're not getting a win, they're still making top eight. I mean, I saw it as, uh, a top eight that had Azalea in it. So, I mean, it is <laughs> hella, hella diverse. Hey, that's yeah, sick, so it seems like LSS finally came out with a skill set of heroes that just isn't dominating the format right now. But if you listen to this podcast, the one or two of you that do, I will give out a little secret at the end. What I think will be the next hero to dominate this format. We It might get exposed to our loyal listeners here. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, let's uh, let's kind of divert our attention. Uh, not too far though. With these all these new decks coming out, have we noticed anything in the marketplace that has changed? What does our economic advisor uh, in the field, Mr. Gabe, say? You know, let me let me get my visor on. Oh, yeah. Let me get my suit on real quick. Um, but after that pack. <laughs> The Spring Tunic of Fire, though, actually went up like a substantial amount. Um, I can let me go pull that up. But I went to go buy a couple yesterday, and it is no longer a hundred and forty dollar card. Oh my gosh! Well, where is it at card. now? Yeah. So looking at the um, right now, I'm referencing the Welcome to Wraith um, yep, limited yep. edition. But looking at that, cheapest one you can buy on the market Ooh. is two hundred. Then there's a couple for 210. What about my non-foil crucible? 320. Your crew neck, I think those are also holding very well. Um, let's go pull those up. So crew neck is going for the unlimited edition is okay. going for 175 to 190. 
If you have okay, I'm not. I don't have a first critic. edition critic. <laughs> All right, and then what about white border? The best border, you say? Um, I'm I'm a I'm a newbie, and I need this are... tunic. What is it gonna cost me? Well, I'm happy to hear that you're new and you want to get into this game, but they're going for a hundred. Why the hell wouldn't I just get a crunic at that point? Um, um, but, but no, lately, like, the sale history, Man. um, because, well, it's, like, less than a month ago, so the middle of June, there's about 160 freaking crazy, left, dude. And so much. Yeah, I was quite bummed when I went to go look, and I was like, Alright, so we're getting a awesome. price spike in tunics. What do we, what do we think? What, what's going on? I, I, you know, that's a, that's a card that really could go in just about every deck so i don't know if, if that's the reason what do you have any ideas so i mean like i know it sounds goofy but my thought was um and it's totally fugazi in the air like it's like your tinfoil type level but exactly put an egg on there let it cook i'm spiked from just people buying that card out people probably looked at like the tuna or something say like a person has some money like well if i just slowly buy one of these every other day and drip the market down they can hold a substantial position and then just raise the price of this card if he looks there's not a lot of cards on the market and he slowly buys out those cards then he can shoot it up and then sell for a higher price well, that's just like so shit. we're saying that there's a whale watching going on there is a whale watching. Get your Moby Dicks out. Let's. There's a whale watch, boys. <laughs> I'm oh, thinking. God. Check this out. I'm thinking we like put some like uh some uh I don't know like some wave crashing seagulls going off the little ding 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 that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know what? You, you can you can you feel it? All right. <laughs> we feel it. We can taste it. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, no. Um, hey, I mean. If there, man, like, you know, that's beyond my realm. But uh, if there, <laughs> I guess if there is a legendary to go after, it would probably be that one. Just because that one probably gets, like I said, it's using it. It can be used in every deck um, and probably gets the most love out of all the legendaries. So if you're going to have one that holds value and it's the most, like, used oh, one that makes sense, yeah. you know? Oh, of course. Like... Yeah, no, I don't think there's any other legendaries that really want to go after besides that. Okay, so sell your tunics. Don't buy your tunics now. <laughs> um, what what other uh, cards have we noticed? Have you? Is there any other, like, spikes going up? Or is there anything that maybe our listeners should um, invest in now? So, I don't really want to tell you guys about my one last spec of Nick Burger Back, but just sell those. You never want to buy those. It's a horrible card. <laughs> I mean... That's um, kind of true, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. So sell them to me. I'll buy them for a good price. I'm going to save some. <laughs> uh, other cards that are going up and down in the market. Mass momentum is actually starting to come downward. Again. Yeah, I think people are seeing that Phi isn't just immediately dominating. So I think that might have a factor. Yeah, so they're, you can buy for about the 140 market. That's not bad. I think they're high. It's probably like... I don't know what the looking on soul listings. I think the highest it was was like one fifty. Okay, so we're starting to see it go down. Okay, okay, I see. That. 
yeah, it's, it's going down slowly. Um, I'm sure every day people will want to sell more. Um, other cards that I've noticed, just some random first edition foils. Can't get those. Um, cold foil stubby hammers okay. was pretty cheap the other day for like that is I yeah crazy. I would totally agree. I I saw that and I really got close, but I have a rainbow foil and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna run with that. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. If I'm, if I'm I go somewhere with with Fi. You know, and I like, and I win something major. Like, you know, I I end up buying uh, those uh, alternate art Channel Lake fridges for Oldham because I got to the top eight with, in the Ooh. Vegas thing. So, if Fi does me something good, I'll I'll go ahead and upgrade them and give him some cold foils. But yes, he, he has to earn it. You know. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Um, other cards. <sighs> oh, I don't even know. I honestly think that the market for uprising is kind of dicey. Kind of dicey. That makes sense. Yeah, like stuff is becoming cheaper and cheaper. You know, I heard that testament from quite a few people actually. Um, I was kind of surprised on how cheap the Marvel dragons, uh, some of them end up being. I I think you can get the whole set for a decent price. Yeah, like couple of cards in particular so first of all phoenix form extended art that just for being 40 dollars, i thought so really it's a very cheap. good another good five card um just because you know it's you, oh it's a, just a great card in general um but like that's the extended art chase like that's probably the best extended art there is in this set and usually all the best extended mm. art is always in the hundreds so that's yeah interesting and that's that's probably um, it's just this set's being open like crazy right now right yeah, just a, a market flood. People and I guess the other big thing of why probably a lot of these cards are a lot looser than they should be is there's not the best deck out there. That's true. So maybe get things while they're cheap now. Um, maybe get your. Whole, I know some people just go ahead and buy three of's of the entire set. Maybe it's the time to do that now before we start getting a more established meta and we start seeing some price raises. But who knows? Yeah, I guess I guess you know. Yeah. I think one of the other things that I don't know if I'm confused on or so um Helios <laughs> I have a coal foil. I didn't even know that was coal foil until I opened it. Um there's like just from my looking at things, I could have a weird setting on my computer, but I can't find any like cold foils on the market. Oh oh I tell you why, it's a token. Like Oh, yeah, it's a that token. Would make yeah. Sense. I see. Yeah, it's I know, so I so. Yeah, uprising oh, did yeah, this uh, came out with this new thing, which I think is actually a pretty good idea, uh, where it's a token. So uh, during draft, everyone has um, at least one piece of equipment. Yeah, and it's not like a, a, yeah, a well, like overpowered equipment or anything. It's pretty anything maybe underpowered, but. Um, uh, you know, you just you always get a headpiece. That's nice. Yeah, I guess that's just what I get. Yeah, really well, that's okay. You know? But that's a great transition. Ooh, that was good. That was good. I like that. Because now that we've talked about the price side, let's talk about the Road to Nationals um, and getting ready for it. Because half of the Road to Nationals out there are CC, but the other half is draft. So... Uh, Flesh and Blood mm -hmm. came out with a few articles 
you can find on FABTCG. Um, and it kind of some of them go over draft. There's a few ones from Yuki Lee, and there's another one that's from someone else that's been out for a while. They're coming out these pack one pick one um, episodes, which I would recommend as well. I would also recommend I do a reaction video to them. So check check that out. Um, oh well, of course. That's so the best and then it. as far as like the CC aspect, we're starting to see deck lists out there that have uh, been pretty successful. Um, so with all that in mind, um, this is the week. If you haven't already played your RTN, this is the week to really get things like together. Uh, get your decks like kind of set and like really go out with your own deck and test this meta out try to win right now it's so diverse that i feel like you just play the hero you like the most and uh go from there um, and i think that's kind of what we're seeing so here's my little question for you yeah okay well I'm that's so a lot anyways <laughs> uh if you if if let's say Road to Nationals was right after this podcast, what what deck are you playing right here right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, Road to Nationals right after this podcast. You're, you're playing um, it right here, right now. Preparation standpoint, or if I could play any deck, I get my hands on. Okay, if the Briar right list. Here right okay, now, I'll be going in with a Briar list. Um, like in particular, uh, there's this new list that we mm-hmm. saw come out that had a course from Fuse deck. That's one of the other cards I totally forgot to bring up. Yeah, yeah, there was that. Well, okay, let's talk about that real quick. Let's get on a little tangent here. Just a small little tangent. Uh, One of the great things about about this game, um, that it might be a little hard to kind of see it, especially if you came from a Magic background, um, is that this game is very good at having these decks come out of nowhere um, and take down a major tournament. So there's like this 10K tournament in ohio and a briar deck won but it was a briar deck that ran uh corsham tree of life or tree- crossroads or something i don't know what it's called but anyways ran corsham the fable from tales and yeah. took the whole thing and it was so different from every other briar deck that we've seen and basically what i'm going with on this is that this guy has been brewing this deck for quite a while and he finally found the build that was able to get him the victory and this game is pretty awesome in the fact that there's not a shit ton of uh net decking that goes around because basically and it's it's frustrating too especially like coming from magic where you there's always net decking because like you know it is nice to be able to net deck in some ways just to kind of have an idea of what to expect and you know but like it's also very cool that you'll get these decks that come out of nowhere that are someone's brainchild like their own um and win a major tournament and so it's you know it's there's something good cool about that for me at least uh uh back in the day like lantern control that was like out of the blue deck like that spooked everyone so it's like but that's like literally the only example for magic i know it's like i was, I was trying to think of more um yeah, it's because like infinity jumped, but yeah, but one. even that was yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's really crazy how like th- this game. I mean, it's probably some of it's because it's a new game. Mm-hmm. Like like it's you know it's about three maybe even four. I don't know how old this game is. I think 2019. Yeah, so it's about October. three years now. Um, 
So, I mean, it's not like brand new, but it's still new comparatively. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, um, but yeah. that's, well, a lot of it is these uh, LSS does not want to have an online platform because that's not something they stand by. And so we never will get completely neck depthy. The best we're going to get is uh, tournament results and people going off to those decks because people who are playtesting hard on Tabletop Simulator or in person, they're not going to want to be sharing their results. There's not gonna be any online tournaments to be posted, you know. That being said, and this might be a cool video idea for you as well. Um, one of the best ways. So let's say, let's say I I get into this game, and let's say I love the dragons Dromai is like has, mm -hmm. and I want to make a Dromai deck, and I'm trying to figure things out, and you know, there's a few deck lists on the website, but not not a lot, and I'm trying to understand like what's good and whatnot. One of the best resources I think that this game can offer is their Discord. Um, the Flesh and Blood TCG Community Discord. If you just go on that Discord and, you know, look up whatever hero you're looking at. So, like, they have Illusionist Stromai. You get a whole community of people just like you trying to figure out, all right, what's the best way we can make Stromai? And it's like a, it's a group thing, but it's like, it's you know, you these people are pretty friendly towards one another and it's like always answering questions like everyone is like wants to help and so it's like everyone's yeah. building this together it's not like oh here's one deck list and now we all like you know copy and it's paste yeah it's the, and now we just have a hive no it's, it's there's a lot of like you know there's even disagreements you know it's like oh maybe you should do this and like well i like this you know whatever but mm -hmm. the discord is a great place to start establishing um like a deck list drew like asking questions and getting input from other dromai players so no i love that idea that's actually meant to, um, all right cool cool and i uh, you know I, it works out because like that's kind of going over like how to prepare for these roads and nationals coming up um mm -hmm. uh, so and the cc range you know get on discord uh go go check out um other people's lists that's where sometimes we're you'll only see list is on discord versus everywhere else because they'll share it with like their fellow uh players but not uh, you know with everyone right so yeah uh, there's a way for cc for draft i am going to be coming out with some articles and some videos uh to help out that we already have our draft tier list i hold true to that i've been updating it so far i actually think it's really good it's pretty on point excuse me um and then like i said they have some articles on tcg so there is that as well. Yeah. So talking about the draft tier list, um, what are your qualifications for writing cooks list, Eric? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so uh, just so you know that it's not just coming from a chum, um, that this list isn't just coming from a guy who likes to draft. Uh, you know, right now, and I, I am going to hold on to this as long as possible um because it might change here since i'm not doing pro tour france but right now i am sixth in the world and third in the states uh as far as limited players go uh nice. i love draft draft is my favorite format um i even like this draft i was a little skeptical on it but i'm actually really quite enjoying this draft uh if i had more rtns that were draft around me i would just do those um because i feel very confident in those uh, and I want everyone else to do just as well. So that's why I put up a list. 
um and that's why you can trust it you know obviously you know make your own decisions um you know but this just kind of helps giving off a jumping point Project for yeah sure. you're you're insane bro all right well yeah no i i, I actually appreciate you mentioning that because uh oftentimes i'll see a list online and you know i do wonder it's like okay well is this just like who am i getting this from are you are you experienced yeah right yeah yeah something like that right um oh man so right now i'm on this drone my channel just kind of just here in the video and they're all talking about should we do a belittle package or not and that's kind of what i'm talking about it's like you know it's just you're getting these questions mm -hmm. sure good questions to ask um anyhow okay so moving on all right now if you stuck around thank you like honestly uh, if you skip to this part uh, good job. You're savvy. I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, <laughs> either way, this is my prediction as well as my um, my tell on what to expect um, in this meta coming up. Uh, I think that we are going to see Phi become a dominant force at least for the first two to three weeks. And here's why. Because right now, there's a few lists going out there, uh, myself included made one, using Mask of the Pouncing Links with Salt the Wound, as well as with Kadachis. As I'm, uh, uh, what is this, taping, I guess, technically? I don't know. But as we're doing this podcast, uh, there is no deck list that runs those three criteria, or um, those three cards uh, with the Mask, Pouncing Link, Kadachis, and Salt the Wound. There's none on the FAB TCG website. Uh, you can probably find some lists like on Fab Dojo or whatnot, but right now on their website, there is none. I think that's going to change. I think with this round of, or this week of RTNs that are happening, I think we're going to see more and more. And I think Phi is going to set the speed of this meta. And the speed is three turns. Mm -hmm. It is extremely quick. Wow, this is quick. on the same level as far as the speed as uh, Lightning Briar back when Ball Lightning was around. Back when Cheerios was a thing. So I think we're going to see that. I don't think we're going to see any bans. I think this deck can be put into its place. It's just going to take a meta shift, uh, which will probably shift more into control like Oldham. Um, I actually, there's a few matchups that do pretty well into it, like Dorinthia. Um, so we might see something like that. Uh, maybe even uh, Bravo. But as far as like the speed, I would anticipate seeing some Fidex dominate. Uh, that's my prediction. And I think it's because they're going to use Massive Pouncing Links and they're going to use Salt the Wound and they're going to use Kadachis. So keep an eye out for that. That is what I have going on. Um, if you're curious about that, then uh, I'll let Gabe decide if we put a, a deck list link down below. But I, honestly, you could you could honestly probably just go to this Fi Discord. I'm sure <laughs> they're talking about it. Uh, this won't be a secret for long. This will be exposed. And uh, so if you're a prison player or a player that suffers against these go wide decks, uh, keep that in mind. You know, you might it might be a hard time. I will be in Battle Hard in Los Angeles, um, where as of now I will still stick to this Fi deck. 
yep, yep. All right. Well, there it is. There it goes. I appreciate everyone that came to watch or listen. I guess really you just listen to this, but you do have it on YouTube, so you do have it in the background. Um, yeah, any, anything else? No, man, I'm super stoked for this upcoming meta. I'm excited to actually just taste a fresh meta. It's going to be like eating a cheeseburger with your shoes on. Like, doesn't get better than that. That's cool. I like that analogy. All right. Well, you heard it there, you heard it there first. Eating a cheeseburger with your shoes off. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening.